Okay, hi, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Something We Gotta Talk About, the podcast. You're joined by your fave unserious duo. I'm Mercy. And I'm Diana. And we are on episode 30. Literally big claps. Like it's do you know that thing? I think um I heard someone saying that rarely people make it past 10. And with the way 2023 is is really delivering <laughs> it's time to be celebrating everything mm-hmm. big or small celebrate everything so that's why we are we are celebrating 30 episodes do you know what i've actually been talking about the number 30 so much today but in terms of ages so um people keep saying oh my god i'm gonna be 30 soon i'm like nervous and i'm like no I, people i've heard 30 is supposed to be like such a good age and a good number like it's such a nice whole round number i love it i'm here for it Honestly, I've been hearing people as well talking about turning 30 and honestly in a positive light, which I love in terms of like, nah, 30s is where your life begins. Like 20s are the trenches. It's where you figure out all the wrong. It's where you figure out kind of like, hopefully who you are but then mm-hmm. 30s is get to gets to be the time where you live it yeah. so and you and I have talked like we like turning older as well exactly. so I think it's the same energy with the podcast and how we just kind of get to each new episode um and adding the numbers to it it's like a lovely tally to have and 30 yeah. I'll take I'll take any good energy that 30 has to bring <laughs> bring it our way yeah for sure like celebrate all the milestones but how have you been this week I have been okay I have been you know what it's the lead up to my holiday yeah. um once again I do feel like all I say is that I'm on holiday <laughs> now that I'm saying <laughs> but really and truly life is to be enjoyed yeah it's exactly right so I'm in the lead up to my holiday and I can't wait it's one of those things where I think the week before your holiday you're just like get me there yeah (laughs) I I'm just gonna you know do what I need to do and then I'm out of here and that's where I'm at so my holiday is what's getting me through the week um and I'm really holding on to that because you know it's been a journey it's been a time um and I just need to I need to get to somewhere where I can just enjoy myself in the moment versus about thinking about every little thing that's happening mm-hmm. in the now if that makes sense oh for sure that like, I think this past like I mean this past we keep seeing this past year has been so busy but I think this past <laughs> like week especially for you has just been such a busy time um that I think your mind just needs the like total rest and relaxation and just like not thinking about it anymore um and I really hope you have a good time because girl I'm telling you these UK streets they've been hitting us hard girl it really has it really has and that's why I can't wait to jet off but I mean I know we're talking about positive vibes which is great and everything but I do feel like there's some this world is very interesting, as we always say. There has been some bad vibes energy. Mm-hmm. One being Tory Lanes. Let's move across the Atlantic. Oh, Let's move across. Honestly, something even saying his name makes me want to like retract. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. just like, like it like just gives into yourself bad vibes. Yeah, yeah. I like he has been way too much topic of conversation in the past, like two years which is so unexpected well at first it was unexpected but then once everyone started saying all this stuff about him I was like yeah it gives it but honestly I am just so happy for Megan like we've been knowing she's obviously telling the truth and we've been knowing that she deserved justice and finally that man is in jail where he belongs where he belongs honestly justice served 
Sweet is one of my favorite songs. Like, I just, with the whole to- Tory Lanez thing, I feel like it's a very contentious subject because it feels like a lot of black and black crime. Like, mm. I just don't understand um, why people are so hell-bent on being like, oh, well, it's happened now. You know, this is too long a sentence. You know, she's fine now. And I was like, um, first of all, you're not her. Like, you're not Megan. So mm-hmm. what do you mean she's fine now? Mm-hmm. Second of all, this could have been avoided. Yeah. Like, I genuinely do not understand. There's so many elements of this that could have been avoided. Like, if he just didn't react in the way that he did and really just kind of, I just hate how people think that they can get away with things. Like, this I actually hate that so much and how disrespectful people are to black women. Mm-hmm. And what is it? The um, Is it Malcolm X or someone who said that the most disrespected person in America is black women. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, it's, it's hurtful and really disappointing to see that happen in full effect in 2023 or like in this century, because really and truly this woman, I don't believe had ill intent towards you. You did something, maybe, you know, you could have regretted it, but you acted in every which way that you didn't. Mm -hmm. So therefore we're going to go, through the appropriate measures to have justice because you don't care about this person as a human being never mind a woman so I just with the Tory Lanez thing I'm like you actually I love when justice is served and I feel like it's really difficult to say that towards a black person but there are so many ways that this could be avoided and you just shut the door on each one of them so therefore the door of the jail cell has opened for you it's opened up its arms right (laughs) because honestly if you're not gonna take the the road where this could have been avoided maybe you could have gotten a little little deportation to canada and that would have been sweet for you Mm. like i just i'm just like don't be silly yeah (laughs) really don't be silly because they will like the justice system already does not serve black people well Mm -hmm. and now you want to do it against a black person like there's not even going to be white people I don't know I just it's just very silly it is (laughs) and I just I just hate the the whole narrative about like oh you know like she's so fine now like it happened so long ago because it's like that could have turned left so quickly it's a gun I think people are so desensitized to guns now because they're just especially in America um they're just so like they're just there they're literally Mm -hmm. just like a little thing that people just carry around with them because they they, because constitutionally they can um and it just makes me really upset because it's just like what if she you know like god forbid pass like and then what would she was killed what what yeah what would we be saying Exactly. Oh well, like yeah, it was just a gun. Oh well, like it was just innocent misunderstanding. Um, and even then, at that point, it would have been his word against hers. So, like, so it's just like be for real. real. Like he carried a gun, which was illegal. I think because yeah, I think I'm sure it was like the possession of a firearm was illegal or whatever it was. And shooting it, he shot it. Well, he shouldn't have been shooting it. If she actually got hurt, exactly. So like that's what happens and I think um am I right in saying that the um legal case wasn't actually even like Megan versus Tory it was the state versus Tory similar to it so it's just like like, yeah it wasn't even it wasn't even our homegirl that was pressing the charges people love to blame someone and they love it even more when it's a black woman like I just I 
it's just that thing where I am so besides myself that people have the audacity to try and support him. It's the support for me. I just, <laughs> I'm so confused.com. <laughs> yeah. How are you, like, in what way? First of all, I didn't even know you were that close because we know who we're talking about. <laughs> the people we're talking about. One of them, let's name and shame, Iggy Azealia. I didn't even know y'all were close. Like that. Girl, be for real. Like, oh my goodness, her statement of letter of support, whatever they call it, was first of all riddled in so many grammatical errors. I was <laughs> quite jarring to read, um, just yeah. from a grammatic a grammar point of view. Um, but I was just like, do you owe him your life? Yeah. <laughs> the way she went rode hard for this boy mm-hmm. like literally i was just like wow do your family members even get the support yeah exactly talking about hiring his staff saying that you're willing to give him job when he like, what ma'am yeah come on literally come on and to even like try and make it as if she's as like highly esteemed as a judge i was like Iggy. No one likes you. <laughs> no one likes you, girl. <laughs> she said that she toured with Beyonce. Yeah, all, like take her name man. out of your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> oh my god! Anything for clout, honestly. Um, but like, I I do think like you you need to be very um careful in who you support these days. Like we've been saying, oh, yeah. obviously, don't have your idols. Like you don't. You never know when these celebrities are gonna like you know basically do something that's gonna make you question your morality or your integrity in any shape or form um but to do this for people that you are not even families with like to support people that you don't even know one from Adam obviously maybe Iggy knows um Tori a little bit more but it's like I don't even know if I can show that level of support to my own family members if they did that like come on and this is the thing about Publicly. not holding people to account, and I think this happens in black communities quite a lot, which is a shame. Like yeah. not holding people, if we're being for real, a lot of the time black men to mm-hmm. account. It's just like that's not how we're gonna get better. Yeah, like that's not how we're gonna. And obviously, we would hopefully rather not have the courts and you know jail time involved. But if you're gonna take us there we're gonna be there yeah do you know what I mean like I just think I just think it's just so ridiculous because it actually didn't need to turn out like this (laughs) it really did not need to turn out like this you really didn't have to experience jail but now now oh my goodness we're gonna say whenever this guy comes out because he's probably not gonna serve 10 years no or whatever it is whenever he comes out ha the way his lyrics gosh I'm already scared I'm already annoyed yeah he's gonna be talking about how this man's been trying to live his life in jail and trying to do this and all the hardship and all the de- cry me a river. He's probably, I didn't even listen to Tory Lane, so I don't know. He maybe Same. been rapping about that to be fair. <laughs> but now he's gonna be like, oh now I've got the real, you know lived experience. Lived experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I used to listen to him, not too tough, but you know, he was like on my playlist on my like mixes and stuff like that. Um, but as soon as I heard about that, I said, "Bye bye." It was easy yeah. to cut him out though, because I didn't listen to him too tough anyway. I don't think I've ever heard a Tory Lane song. Really? Yeah. Can or, we get some pops? But mm. 
or like been aware that it was Tory Lanez. Right. Least. Yeah, that right. makes I sense. Just, and I was like, he said, I was so grateful because <laughs> it's enough. Honestly, like there's very few artists left that I'm just like, you actually can't do something bad because it's going to be very difficult. My last one was Drake. Like I was. Just, yeah, cause on the same topic though, as well. It's just this like, is what I'm saying. When he, when he when he used that lyric or whatever that you know was about Megan but he said it wasn't about Megan yeah. and we're like okay I'd rather you not lie to us um I just couldn't like I was just like you know that thing it's just not icky like yeah it's just like, yuck mm-hmm. I hate that for me um and that man all he does is bring out music like as if it's his feature feature like, feature, feature feature album yeah. album album I was like give it a rest mm-hmm. my brother it's come enough. on you've got enough money <laughs> <laughs> Go and relax. Gosh, what's Frank Ocean doing? Go hit him up. (laughs) (laughs) Not Frank Ocean. I'm saying this is a Frank Ocean fan. I'm bitter. I'm upset. Desperate for this guy to drop music today. (laughs) Yes. Yes, please. (laughs) But I guess, you know, that kind of conversation has definitely been living on Twitter. But can we talk about how Twitter's now become X? No, because it's not happened. It's not X anyway. Who is going to be calling it X? X? Who X? (laughs) It's so dumb, actually. I just love how everyone's just pretending it's not happening. Yeah. (laughs) It's literally just like, it's just a picture now. And I don't know it as Twitter. Like, it reminds me so much of like, I don't know if this has happened to, to you much in your area that you lived in. But when I grew up, there was like shops and stuff. And there was one shop I remember so like, um, vividly used to be called Londis. Um mm. and so we'd always be like oh you're going to Londis da, 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 da. and then it changed to like a day to day or something like that and I swear to this day no one calls it what it is it's yeah. still Londis yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even like the Southern General in Glasgow at the hospital now it's the Queen Elizabeth do I call it Queen Elizabeth? No. <laughs> That's it's, it's so funny, southern. Man. It's so funny. I agree. I agree. Like it's just one of those things, and I love it. I love the um the way people are just pretending it didn't happen. Literally on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. still calling it Twitter, still calling it tweets, still calling it retweets. And this guy has tried so hard. So that hard. But tell me why the X logo has like uh vintage filter over it yes yeah, like marble print like What's going on that one you know what it actually makes me feel sick Same. because it makes me feel like i'm doing something dirty yes like it just doesn't feel like i'm going on to an app that's supposed to be for like comic geniuses just coming on here on my timeline uh-huh. it feels like i'm supposed to be hiding in the streets <laughs> going on an app called x it's got marble camera print. Do you know what I mean? Oh man, it's, it's so, embarrassing. so it's so embarrassing. Honestly, my sister's not even um updated her Twitter, so it still shows as like the Twitter really? logo. Yeah. Oh, and I was like, it? girl, you're I was like, your your app is gonna bug out. She said it's already yeah. bugging out, but oh. I'm not doing this till the last time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um Good for but her. yeah, I don't I don't I have never seen an app like go through this before yeah. so i don't know i don't know if this is like a thing thing but i feel like this is correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like this is the first time an app has gone through something like this like it's taken over different ownership its name has changed like it's not a new app it's literally taken over by someone else and turned into something i was gonna say completely different but it's not because it's still twitter yeah um 
but also you can just tell like he doesn't care like he doesn't care about the app he doesn't care about the user experience i know all he cares about is the data which he's probably harvesting as we speak um so good luck to us all Mm -hmm. but it's just a shame because like so many communities have been built on twitter yeah and so many like um so many just like good like good memories yeah i know that sounds silly but as you said it's like comic heaven yeah it's so funny and i just feel it's so sad because i know one day i just feel if it continues to be in the hands of elon musk it's going to it will leave us as what we know and like i think they're very much doing it incrementally and one day it will just it will be too much mm-hmm. and you know maybe threads will will take over who knows <laughs> i still haven't moved over to threads you know i'm oh, do i even have time do you know i had it for for the week that it came out like yeah. i was like rah the hype do you know what and it, the thing is is because it's literally your insta in words mm, which is yeah which is actually a lot more easier and enjoyable than I thought it would be because okay. I don't need to do anything like I don't need to follow anyone really too tough because right. it's just taking over kind of what existed on Instagram but put it into threads so you just so, like chat on like you just like, like type on it it's just Twitter yeah but it's it's kind of like you know like TikTok like you don't necessarily have to follow people to the to, to get see. the algorithm right. Uh, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah. So with threads, to my understanding how I've experienced it is that you don't actually need to be following anyone really because mm. it just pulls from your data, I guess, Instagram. on Instagram. So I was just, I was reading, I said, wait, how the hell am I seeing all the people that I'm actually interested in yeah, when y'all yeah. don't know who I am? Like, but I forget they literally know who they I am. Know everything. Yeah. <laughs> They knew Mercy was coming onto this site. They did, they did. But I, it didn't hold me because Twitter, Twitter still exists. So I think alive. it was, you know that time as well when he did that thing where you can only scroll through a certain amount of tweets or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it didn't affect me because I'm not on Twitter like that, but I know some people really struggled that week. Really? Yeah. Like, over thousands and thousands. How, how are you scrolling down like that? Diana, it was during Love Island. Let's be for real. Oh, I see. But still. (laughs) Once again, the woman who uses, what, three hours of her screen time out of a 24-hour day. Um, Yeah. That is. why. Is some people are not the same kind of vibe (laughs) as you. (laughs) So we'll be struggling because all they do is scroll on Twitter. And Twitter, if you think about every single tweet, though, like, including the comments, including the quote tweets, Mm. like, it all adds up. I think it's not that much. Yeah. Yeah, but I I definitely think that like I think you know what it's just we can't embrace the change is the thing because yeah. we just know that it's him like controlling it. I think that's the added thing. It's the distaste for Elon. Yeah, like, and someone said that about um going to Threads or choosing to like go over to Threads because they were saying that um their hatred for Elon is worse than their annoyance about mark zuckerberg like let me even i can manage mark yeah not so much Mm -mm. he's just so jarring like i just don't like his face right honestly (laughs) and he wants to like i think um disable the block button as well yeah i'm like that the problem with elon is that he does actually follow through like which is really annoying you know when mm-hmm. people said it's going to be called x or like haha blah, blah 
sure, he did it. Yeah. <laughs> he sure did it. Yeah, exactly. Do we follow yeah. through? And it's just, I think it's just changing the whole like experience of it. And it's just really frustrating, I think, because like, like we're saying, it's, it's him and he doesn't care. Like, we know that he doesn't care about the employees. Like, literally within like, what, one week of him being, um, being the owner, they, they were all gone. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, it was just really scary. Where I guess it was like with Mark, he started Facebook. And so when he took over Instagram, it's kind of like, you know, like he kind of had some level of credibility with him. He is very annoying too. But <laughs> at the same time, he's been with the whole growth of Facebook. So. I think people really trust him a little bit more to kind of take care of like apps like Instagram and WhatsApp and stuff. Yeah. Well, I do personally. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I mean, Elon wasn't in the social space. Like, the social... what are you doing here? <sighs> that data, data <laughs> yeah. is what he's doing here, and God knows what he's going to do with it. And oh, <sighs> anyways, it's as well. Yeah. Is it? Maybe not. But hopefully, yeah. it will be well. I know. But I guess like one thing I did want to um, chat about, something we've got to talk about, is something that has happened on Twitter in the past week. So we know that um, Skill's back um, in... No, Skill's not back. Skill's back in Scotland. Mm-hmm. But A-level results just came out here in England. And I wanted to shout out and actually chat about um, a state school called Brampton Manor. It's in East London. And they were posting... Um, it's basically a mixed school in London. Um, and it's got a high level of um, like Asian black kids um, and they're basically posting like these kids grades and where they're going off to university and mercy oh my god it filled me with so much joy it was just epic like all these kids getting like A stars A's going off to like places like Oxford, Cambridge, Imperial um, like Kings it's just like really top elite universities and that is just the content I love to see black people winning black kids winning honestly like I remember my first kind of like um knowledge of Brampton Manor was last year or maybe the year before and like obviously we're all kind of going through it especially with COVID and stuff and it was quite nice to see that you know every person that was going to university and had all these high achieving grades was a person of color yeah and I just think it's it's it it was really fun content to see um and really enjoyable i do think as well though like as much as it's enjoyable i just wonder i just remember how competitive school was and mine wasn't even of the level of everyone was going to an oxford or everyone was going to a cambridge i mean like people were still like getting to good universities particularly in scotland but i just wonder i don't know i've maybe because I had the wave of like, this is exciting. I love this for Brampton Manor last time I saw it or the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, oh my gosh, imagine you were in that school and you didn't. Yeah. Oh, I fall to my knees. I say, God, why why <laughs> have me. you put me here? Yeah. <laughs> like, not me. What is the lesson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally get what you mean. Cause I guess that's kind of like Oxbridge. So I've um read the book, which is actually amazing, called Taking Up Space. Um, and that is by um two girls. Um, I'm sure I think one went to Cambridge one went to Oxford and it's basically a collection of um different black girls speaking about their experience in Oxbridge or um Bustle Group Universities and um the two kind of main girls spoke about how in um I think both Oxford and Cambridge they used to have lists of all the grades of everybody um in that class outside of the class like outside of the um 
like the oh lecture theater yeah so when you got your grade you didn't even get like a text notification you had to go and find out and your everyone's grade seen- and everyone's seen it like how heart-wrenching because what if yeah. you've now failed or what if done badly like you, they can't expect anything less and then yeah. everyone's seen it so it just builds up this level of competition um and anxiety and just yeah. angst to ever feel like and that's why I've always said like I I never I would never even want to dream of going to like Oxbridge for me personally that level of pressure and intimidation just sounds mm, interesting <laughs> honestly I just think I I've not cracked the code but I feel like school needs to be done differently yeah the level of stress and anxiety that can ensue from school and like I just remember the feeling of just unsettledness about getting your grades oh my goodness I wouldn't wish it upon the worst enemy it's just it's so jarring um, yeah. and I guess especially if you're kind of like academically driven which I think we both were mm-hmm. um yeah I'm just like the Brampton Manor stuff's amazing but I'm just thinking about like the socials and stuff and for anyone who didn't quite get what they wanted because sometimes you can have an off day yeah. and that's exam day um but absolute big up all the amazing students who kind of got the grades that I'm sure and hope they wanted and are getting into the universities because getting into universities like I think it needs to be made a bigger deal of if that's your kind of like path and that's what you want to do yeah um like I think celebration is very much something that we should be doing about it and I feel like the UK just doesn't do that no like these Americans out here do not themed uni parties like do not like they celebrate everything oh my gosh like I just proms and stuff like it's so massive whereas I feel like our like leavers this disco from like Um, primary school was like tiny and then like our prom was like it was just like a it was just a party like we just had fun but it wasn't mm. that big of a deal yeah oh yeah yeah but now nah, I love the Brampton Manor stuff yeah um, and just you know my heart goes out to anyone who doesn't quite hit what they want or yeah. hit what they feel they needed because life goes on it's this tough it but it life is, truly goes on for sure and I really just I do hope that kids like you know come to the realization quicker than maybe even like I did or some people did to realize that actually you don't need the grades to to make it in life and I know so many people now who are doing PhDs or have amazing jobs and amazing lives that either failed like their last years of school or didn't get the grades that they wanted to but they kept pushing and kept pushing um, and figured out where their roots actually lay rather than thinking this is what it's supposed to be um, but I'll just kind of even ask you, like, was there any teachers or do you remember anyone that really, like, supported you or pushed you or spurred you on, like, during school? Because I definitely have, like, a couple and I, I really, like, I'm so lucky to have had them. Yeah, I, yeah. oh my goodness, I had a teacher, my English teacher in oh. second year. I think she was my English teacher, like, second or fourth year, maybe, mm-hmm. um, called Mrs. Hendy. And the reason why I I smile when I think about her <laughs> is because I'm not a reader, right? I've always said I'm not a reader. Um, I am intelligent and we thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember there was one time that she kind of took me aside and she was like, Mercy, like, 
I just need to understand you're so smart, you're so intelligent. I know you don't like reading, but I just need you to understand that you actually need to try. Like you need to try <laughs> and stop being silly mm. because you should be getting better grades mm. and you are smarter than this you are better than this it kind of gave me like because I came in I came out of primary school doing really well mm-hmm. like I was like top of my class and then I came into high school kind of being like oh so there's multiple of me like, you know that <laughs> there's they other were, people who do well <laughs> literally I was humbled and I yeah. think um they and at the end of first year they did kind of like a prize giving situ mm. um where there was like a first and second prize and then there was like awards of merit and I remember I think I got either second or an award of merit basically I didn't get first I remember coming home super excited oh. like oh my gosh I'm so happy like blah 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 yeah. and I remember my mom going I'm proud of you but why not first yeah. <laughs> like I have never been, I've never seen you happy to not get first. Ah. And it just like, I just sat with that because I said, mom, you don't understand. Like, <laughs> these people are super smart. And she's like, I'm not doubting that they're not smart, but you're also smart. And mm-hmm. you also kind of know you are and you're, you know, you're used to achieving, you know, the top if if you're able to. So this is just, she's like, I'm not not proud of you, but I'm just, you know, I'm aware that you are celebrating something that's not first and that's not the norm for you. Mm. (laughs) And I was like, I think that really took me back because I was just like, wait, what? And I think I had a bit of an identity crisis academically. (laughs) So yeah, I just was like, well, I'm just going to be existing like at this point. Because I I was, I got what my mom said, but equally I was like, who are you? I'm I got an award. Like, yeah. come on. I'm like, at least what? top year somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm recognized. Top. I was like, so I was like, this is out of the like our entire class, entire I don't know if it was out of the year, I don't think it was, but like it was like out of mm. more than kind of what primary school was. So I was like, this is a big number of people I've been up against, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, let me celebrate this. Um but then kind of like into my second year. Uh, when I kind of had that conversation or that conversation was had with me um, <laughs> by Mrs. Handy, I was like, oh, that's what mom was saying. Mm, like, I think it was... for the best, yeah. Yeah, like, I think I was just a bit complacent and mm-hmm. I got my ass in gear and mm-hmm. I said, okay, you know what? Because English also wasn't, like, I could do English, but it wasn't like, I love English. Um and I was just like, but I can do it. So let right. me let me lean in. And from there, yeah, my grades just started going up. Mm. And I'm not, yeah, I just feel like she kind of gave me, she kind of um, shook me a bit mm-hmm. into realizing like, this isn't you. Like you're yeah. not someone to just coast. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you do want to do well and you do want to work hard yeah. and kind of get, the the grades that reflect that you're not going to be I think she was basically saying you're not going to be happy with the grades that you will get with this level of work mm-hmm. and we her grades didn't really matter at like second year and stuff third year as well yeah, so I think it was just yeah. more so yeah um like just letting you know that yeah. exam period will come because she had me in third year as well I believe so and then she was like exams are coming mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your next year and if you continue like this 
you're not going to get the grades that reflect this and the grades that actually matter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, turned out to be a straight A student all the rest of my my high school years. So (laughs) all of that to say, yeah, I definitely had a teacher who more so like kicked me back into gear. That's good. um, And got me thinking like, yeah, I would have probably not been happy Mm -hmm. with what I would have gotten with the level of work I was putting in. Just coasting, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so nice because obviously, like, we know these teachers are definitely overworked and they have such so many, like, kids to kind of think about and worry about. So mm-hmm. I think that definitely shows a level of, like, care um, for the children to actually notice, like, nah, I know this person can do better. Like, let me, like, let me, like, give them that encouragement rather than just letting them coast by. Because I think some of the teachers can just easily be like, not my kid. I don't exactly. care. Like they, whatever. They don't have to care. Yeah, as much. exactly. Yeah. They're doing just well enough. Like I'll just leave them kind of to it. Um. Mm. So yeah, it's not for Miss Hendy and yourself. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> yeah, I had um, I had two actually really good ones. Um, my first one was my biology teacher. So I had her in third and fourth year. So for my standard grades, um, and she was just amazing. She was much younger, so I think that's kind of like it was easy to relate to her um she was just she just was able to make biology just so much makes much more sense um because like if you haven't done biology before it's a very abstract like concept sometimes because a lot of biology is very much like some of it's proven but it's also depending on the context so something can be true in one context but not true for the other because we're working with biological systems which change all the time um and so like a lot of times you have to visualize things you can't just like see it happening with some with sometimes with things like physics or chemistry where you can have like you know a plus b equals c sometimes it's different so I really like that and she just like again cared and I think I really like the fact that she actually seen um that I did well and like made sure to kind of make sure that I she made sure um, that I knew I was doing well and could keep, could keep going. So I loved that. Um, and then I went into my fifth and, no, my, yeah, my fifth year? My fifth year and sixth year and I had a different teacher. And, oh my God, he was awful. Like, he was so <laughs> bad that I was like, Miss Jameson, I was like, please, I need your help. Like, this yeah. guy, I don't know what he's on. <laughs> it was so bad to the point, like, there was, um, you know how you had your prelims, like, before mm-hmm. you did your actual exams? And there was, like, a couple of questions that I'd, like, done. And we were going over the exam paper afterwards. I'd gotten, um, I'd done certain, like, answers. And because they weren't the correct answers on the marking sheet, he marked them wrong. But I was like, that's right, though. Like, we've learned about this and this is right. And he had to literally Google it and figure it out. And then go to the next teacher in the next door and be like, is she right? And I was like, are you joking? You didn't even fact check your own exam. Wow. (laughs) It was so bad. Um, so yeah, he was bad, she was saying great. And then I had a chemistry teacher as well called Miss Addison. Um, and she was amazing. Like she definitely pushed me, especially because I came in um, to chemistry a little bit later than I should have. And so like I had to crash the, the course and then um, go to do higher afterwards. And she literally was like, we're going to be getting this A girl. We're getting this A for you. Um, so she was that. definitely like on, um, on my side and like pushing me on all the time. I felt bad though because I was definitely like I was the top performer in my class for chemistry but she made a point to literally like call me out in front of everybody and being like 
well, how comes Diana's getting this grade and y'all aren't sort of thing? And I was like, ah, Crash course, and she <laughs> is obliterating you all. Be ashamed. I was like, please, miss. Okay, sure. But um, nah, it was it was really nice, and I actually want to get back in touch with her if I ever can find her. Um, and be like, this is what I told you, like what I wanted to go and do and stuff after like oh, going to yeah. uni. So I want to be like after my PhD and be like, guess what I've done? This is what I love achieved. Like you know, thank you to like you and Miss Jameson and everything. Just like yeah, for kind of kickstarting my passion in Zion. So snaps for them. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love you. Do you know if they're still at the school? No, so Miss Jameson actually went to Australia, funnily enough, um, in my last year, after my last year. Wow. Um, I don't know if she ever came back to Scotland um, or if she just stayed there. And like then stays. probably stayed. Everyone stays. Everyone stays. <laughs> when they go to Australia, I'm like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, you See you never. <laughs> Literally. And then Miss Addison, um, no, she's not at the school anymore. And she goes by a different name because she got married. I think I found her on Facebook, but I was too nervous to message because she's like, girl, <laughs> it's my nice. private Facebook. Really is. Exactly. But I think I might just bite the bullet and just do it. And But hopefully so. it'll like, actually send because obviously, you know, if it goes to like requests and stuff, it might not be seen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you never know. You never know unless you try. And I think there is like, I've talked to a fair amount of teachers now. And I mean, I have quite a few friends who are teachers now um, that people actually do like it especially once time has passed Good, yeah um they actually do like being like wow like all these years and I've actually made this impact and kind of seeing the um especially if you had a good relationship in school yeah seeing this is where they are now because I think that's a lot of question for teachers like where that's are they now true. um you know what did they become like especially if they had someone they may have favored more yeah. kind of you know I really hope that they were successful in whatever they wanted to do so being able to yeah. see that is is quite nice but it's so funny like I feel um with me like I used to coach gymnastics and I used to coach gymnastics in the same catchment area um as my like high school mm. and oh do you know the way I used to run into teachers man with all their kids <laughs> what have you doing gymnastics oh, now and I'm like in the recreational ca- classes and it's so weird because at that point I'm just like you lot are just humans yeah <laughs> you know what I mean they like really are. they're just living life they've got lives to live they've got their kids to um you know give them forms of entertainment forms of where to expel their energy and stuff like that and I'm just like I don't think I could be a teacher no, honestly same. really how the hell am I gonna go with running into a student are you dumb? This is the thing. Like my um, one of my really good friends is a teacher, and a, and a high school teacher at that. Mm. I swear she looked the same age. Like, yeah. come on. I was about to say, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And swear down, I'd be like, sorry, Miss Question Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she had a great time with her um old school. Like she said, all the kids like loved her. But it is so funny because you, I love how you can notice her to teach her on Instagram because her oh, yeah. name is not their name. Her name is not their name. You added three R's yeah. to the end of, like, in the middle of Sharon yeah. or something like that. Do you know what I mean? They'll put, like, a random X and a three yeah, or something. Yeah, I'm exactly. Like, Always wow. numbers and the underscores yeah. and just the, like, um, initials or whatever. <laughs> I love it. But, no, I, I couldn't be a teacher. I would just get – I know my temperament. Hmm. It'd be tested. 
It really would be. Yeah. yeah. It'd be gone, actually. It wouldn't yeah. be tested. I wouldn't make it a day, I don't think. No. Like, I'd actually be like, are you lot taking the piss? Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on now. Uh, come on. Be for real. Like, yeah. No, I genuinely couldn't. Yeah. But I do love the teachers that you do see on TikTok who are like trying to kind of make um education a bit more fun and a little bit more like mm, this generation today. now yeah um, yeah that's what it's all about trying to connect to these kids because I did I had more respect for the teachers who tried to be a bit more relatable than the mm. teachers who weren't because mm-hmm. it's just like if you if, if they just feel so far removed you're like well I can't connect with you I don't like you like you're just yeah. you for no reason whereas yeah, like you're not even like trying to, yeah mm. to even like mm. get on with anyone so um I love the teachers though funnily enough who were really nice to you but when they got cross with somebody else you're just like oh I don't want to give them the wrong side uh, of you literally you're like, I don't know what that's like yeah and I don't ever want to experience what that's like yeah I'm the exact same and I think like teachers who take the time to relate and stuff like big up on them and yeah. I see yeah on TikTok as well I find it so funny because in the comments they're like I actually can't believe that um, you know, our generation are now teachers. Is, I get exactly. it's crazy. Like it's just sometimes Wild. there's those ones that are so funny, and particularly ones like in London or America or something where they're actually just like so direct. They just say it as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I I roll over laughing, but then I think I'm like sometimes I think to myself if I was a child, like if I was a student, like how would I receive this? Because yeah. I'm like. So now we're both going to be tussling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're both fighting. We've got pistol gloves. You literally Do you know like, what I mean? Uh-uh. There was one teacher, I swear down, um, oh, he was, you know, one of those teachers you think back on and you're just like, no, like, you were you were wrong for that. <laughs> like, he tried too hard. Oh, And that type that. of thing where, and the thing is, is that he, I swear down, he's probably just out of school. Now that I understand mm-hmm. how this works, mm-hmm. like, he's probably just out of university. And he would just be saying stuff. And I was like, am I your mate? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you talking to me like this? Yeah. Like, do you know, oh, I hated That's the thing. It's, you can just his approach. Right I hated it. it. Yeah. And I was like, we're not your friends. Yeah. Like, actually, stop it. Leave it's it. not funny. Um, and I swear that if I had the power, I would have had that man fired. Like, yeah. Actually, just like, you can't be serious. This is not funny. Yeah. We definitely had them as well. And it's just like, if you actually took your job seriously, you would be a better teacher because we're learning nothing and people are just trying to be your friends here. Like, come on. This is the thing. Like, it was because, do you know what it was? Like, if it was like first, second year, that wouldn't be the problem. Mm. Or like even third year. But like, you know, when exams are happening and they count, like fourth, fifth, sixth year, and it was in a science. So I was actually like, science isn't my strong suit and you're mm. out here playing games. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, literally, like, just leave it. Um, But yeah, we definitely, oh my God, there's actually this one time we had this young teacher. Again, I bet you he's probably like in his like mid 20s, like late 20s. Um, He was so jarring. He was like, um, he was like really, really young, obviously, quite good looking. And so he would just try it on with the girls, and it's just like, ugh, ick, for one. But then for two, so this guy used to do part quote-unquote parkour when he was in his extra God extra time when i tell you this parkour was not parkour like <laughs> i was literally jumping off of like a pavement and being like parkour i was like nah when we found that oh my god it was the funniest Wait, video thing. video youtube let me even go try and find it i'll show you later no because way. it was hilarious like 
I'm beside myself. And then he wasn't doing any flips, nothing. He was just jumping and calling out parkour. And he had the audacity to tell us about it. I was like, are you not mad? I'm proud of it. This is, this, is, this is sad. This is sad. And sometimes I have to remind myself that people are proud of things that I will not be. Yeah, this is the same. They need to go on shame again. <laughs> Oh, people need to find shame very yeah. quickly. They need to find shame. That's crazy that he said it. Mm-hmm. We did have a teacher who, um, he was in a band. <laughs> They're always in bands. I had a math teacher who was in a band. <laughs> but the thing is, is that he didn't say it. It was found. And then uh... like, I'm pretty sure the name was even brazy. I can't even remember because he was a white man, but I'm pretty sure it was something that was like very not giving white man. And it was just like, bro... <laughs> but also when you get so it's different from your teacher who um like he mentioned it voluntarily i'm just like if i was a teacher and i had like a science hobby or whatever i'm doing and then i get found out i'm actually quitting yeah i'm quitting. You're never gonna know You're me never ever <laughs> banish off the face of this earth oh gosh yeah but no teachers out there stay strong but also Please. just don't don't be weird like that's yeah. just all I ask of you do not be weird because especially yeah. the youth of today I, I, that's another thing they as a teacher easier. I actually don't think I could hack being a teacher of today this because I feel like thing. I feel like people are so mean now yeah they don't care <laughs> they actually don't care the kids here uh-uh no they don't care no they're out for blood yeah quite literally <laughs> oh well something um we got to talk about is more kind of on back on black women in a more of a positive light truly black people but black women because you know i love black women um is the world championships and athletics has been happening Mm -hmm. and first of all because we live in the uk and our um broadcaster is bbc and tell me why the entire panel for this bbc sport athletics thing i don't even know what to probably call it are all black i seen that on your insta the other day girl do you yes. know that thing where it's like well I, th- I saw it once and i said okay cute like and then it was like the entire broadcast and oh i said oh my god i love do you know what i mean like, i don't know if you remember back um a few maybe a year or two ago where channel four did this thing where everything on the broadcasting channel was like black oh like yeah a, i heard I can't about remember, it i can't remember what it was even called but essentially everything broadcasted um was like black leads and kind of like black hosts and presenters etc blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. so it's like yeah cute but also like a day cute like what are we meant to do with this yeah um but bbc i said hold on a second first of all it's bbc do you know what i mean like i just wouldn't expect it from you and then second of all i then tuned in another day and it was the same and they added another person who was also black i said five black people wow where are we where what timeline did i fall into Mm -hmm. because definitely not given what i've been knowing (laughs) um so i mean i don't know if it's big ups i don't know if it's confused i don't know what i have to give but i'm pleased yeah because i don't want to be like oh big up bbc because actually you've got a lot more to do Mm. but equally i am I am pleased. I'm enjoying what I'm seeing on my screen. I'm enjoying that it's the norm. But truly, I was just sitting there and I was like, wait, no, what is going <laughs> on? This is fantastic. I yeah. love to see it. Um, but then on top of all of that is, 
let me tell you something. Black people in sport? We be winning. The only positions we know is number one, two, three. That oh, is yes. the positions we know. <laughs> and we make sure of it because tell me why, especially in the sprints, the entire lineup is black, except from that one white person. There's always a one white person. <laughs> oh, and the 100 meters, where'd you come from? <laughs> or or it'll, they'll be Asian. And I'm like, you know what? Sure. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I swear, Japan finds its way into every final. Really? I don't know. I don't know how they do it. great at everything. Do- <laughs> Me and I asked the same question. I said, "Yo, what? Who, who trained you? Like, yeah, yeah. Who trained you to be here?" <laughs> um, but it's actually mad. Yeah, like literally, entire final lineups of the sprints and the long distance, like the long, long distance. Mm. All black people. We it's love crazy. to see it. I love it. And- like. I was actually at the gym the other day and I watched, um, I think it was maybe the 400 meter and mm. a Kenyan woman won it and I said, power, she even had a bracelet on. I said, yes! yes! <laughs> I'm telling you, when it comes to longer distance, the Kenyans and the Ethiopians yeah. and the Ugandans, mm. oh, take it. I said, oh yeah, t- Tanzania, where are you? <laughs> where are you, my love? <laughs> where? Come, Chris, let me go build some training camps. I don't know. Like, honestly, if they, our sisters can be doing it. I don't understand yeah. what's going on here. Was there but, a sport in Tanzania that like people seem to kind of gravitate towards? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's those like really long runs, but oh. it's not as if we're like in there dominating. Like mm. we just might show up, yeah. type thing. But sports doesn't really seem to be mm. our bad, yeah. which is really Where? sad. And um, no, not fair. We need to fix that. <laughs> I don't like, like it for me. I'm just like, it you is. You said, I don't know what it feels like. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know about that one. <laughs> but sure, if it makes you happy, oh, I love it oh here. Oh, gosh, honestly. Yeah. But it's just been so lovely to see, like, yeah. black people from, honestly, all different nations, from yeah. the US to the UK Absolutely. to, or what do we call ourselves in the, the sports stuff? Great Britain, sure. Um, to as I said, Kenya, Uganda, Ethiopia, Jamaica. Oh, How can I forget? Course. Like literally, I'm just. It must be something, though. Like I wonder if white people have a a realization when they watch it that it's, yeah. they're all black. Do you know literally, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What goes through their heads? Yeah, like why are they not good enough? <laughs> <laughs> Where are we? What happened? Yeah. But it is funny because um, someone was actually mentioning it the other day how, um, I think it was to do with football though, so it's like a guy chat and they were like, what, like, what is it about the fact that a lot of um, the black football players are always getting drafted? Um, and someone was like, I swear it's their diet. Because like, um, I think actually Stevie was saying that when he came to my house for the first time, he was how much fruit we have. And I was like, yeah, like... That's jokes. Yeah, of course you do. Like, duh. And he was like, nah, it's actually something in that, in those, in those um, African continent waters, the fruit, whatever you eat. <laughs> whatever you put in the water. The sports yeah. are there. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. do you know, it's so funny you say that because I remember distinctively um, in 2019, look at me, Stephen, shouting years. I had a very deep debate about why black people dominate sports Mm. and I tell me a sport I said to this person I said tell me a sport black people have entered and not dominated please tell me no really and truly tell me why Tiger Woods dominated golf Mm -hmm. 
Tom Wise, Serena Williams, dominated tennis, and along with Venus. Tell me why track and field. Do I even have to? Please, how many names do I need to rattle off? Look at the finals. Look at the lineups. Tell me why Simone Biles is dominating gymnastics. And even before her, Gabby. Gabby Douglas. Tell me why. Boxing, isn't it dominated by black black people? Yeah. That, I mean, over here in these waters, in these streets, sorry, we've got Anthony Joshua, right? Do, do you know what I mean? Even the American football. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's your own no, sport. Diana, Formula One isn't even a sport. Exactly. Like, this is what I'm exactly. Like, let's be for real here. I need someone to do proper research. It's not me, but I need someone to do proper <laughs> research. I'll be a consultant. Because there is something about it, about yeah. black people entering into a sport and just taking over. They we will. No winning though. Because we what else can we be going? I'm sorry, because it's this not is, down. It's, this is what I'm saying, and I oh, I think oh. there's something to do. I believe in ancestral roots. There's yeah. something to do with survival. There's something uh-huh. to do with fighting through. You lot thought that slavery was going to bring. Okay, it is well. Don't yeah. worry. Now mm-hmm. that now that the 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 playing fields are leveling. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Is, it is well. You held us back that long. Okay. <laughs> We're coming. We'll take all the medals. Yeah. Definitely. And it's funny because I hate when people as well use that rhetoric of like, oh, you guys are only good at sports, and it's like, do you know how smart you have to be to be an athlete? This is. Do you know how superhuman you have to be to be an athlete? Like, like the this discipline. Is the top of their game. As in, their bodies are machines at this point. Their minds are machines because they're thinking of every little move that takes how good they're going Mm -hmm. to be on that day, on that race day or whatever it is that they're doing. Mm -hmm. It's calculated to a T. T. These are technical sports. Sports are very, can be very, very technical. Mm -hmm. Like, and this is so funny to me because, you know, sports with nationalism, everyone is Mm. representing nations. Mm -hmm. You cannot tell me that the the French football team, even the English football team, you can't tell me that that is that's that's truly England. You can't tell me that's truly France. Yeah. Please give me your heritage. Give me the ancestral roots. <laughs> Where is this one from? Where is that one from? I was gonna start spitting out names, but I don't know no names in football. I went Osaka. Do you know what I mean? Osaka is my one. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like it's actual jokes to me. Yeah. Black people touch a field of interest and they take over Over. don't tell me nothing Mm -hmm. it's just facts yeah it's just facts you just gotta live with it we're we're on top baby i love it i love it i love it but really truly if someone wants to do a research paper yeah hit me up yeah i'll I'll be consulting because (laughs) there is something about it it is crazy any sport i swear then if there's a black person in cricket they probably dominated yeah i don't know cricket (laughs) like that but i'm just telling you for real like why is I think um, at one point in track and field, one of the fastest men was Italian, but he was black. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Sure, what? yeah. Okay. We represent Italian, any we country, it. but we'll show you, know, you with our skin. This is what I'm saying. It's just, it's just funny to me. And yeah. I, I love to see it, yeah. but I'm just like, people need to really sit back and deep it because... Mm-hmm. There's something in there. It's the ancestral planes. I'm yeah. Telling you. Oh yeah, for sure. We're Them coming for reparations. That blood reparations. See, I think that might be the theme of the month. Reparations. Yeah. Oh, yeah maybe sure. the year because <laughs> we need to really, we need to really be getting back what we, what we're owed. Definitely. And speaking of reparations, I'm so here for the black girl luxury. I want to shout out something you people got to talk about is Melissa's wardrobe. As in, Mel made me do it. 
Like, oh, she is just so fab. So, um, I think we spoke about Melissa before slightly. Um, but Melissa is like the OG of like influencer of influenzas. She what is. is she, what, it's a lifestyle. Hun. It's a lifestyle, huh? She's got um, <laughs> a new black blogging sort of platform. Um, but that is like her like motto. That is just her. It's a hashtag. It's a thing. Um, she is Stormzy stylist, and she literally has a whole song about her, more or less, or it's named after her. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, like, I've been following Melissa for like on Instagram, um, for maybe like over five years for sure. Um, so I've definitely caught like the tail end of like her kind of coming up days, and now she's up, she's up, 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 up. Um, yeah, and she's just been doing insane. As in, like this girl started off with like kind of I guess influencing like mostly like Zara basics or just like Zara clothes and just like home and lifestyle stuff. I don't even think this girl wears Zara anymore. As I in. Every I don't even seen, know the names of her clothes anymore. I'm seeing Hermes. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, who did, Bottega, me, me, Gucci. Gucci, It's simple pajama. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, matter how much did it cost? Please, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, <laughs> it's so sad because I go to like, look at the tags and I say, it's, it's cool. It's fine. Like, the next time. <laughs> I don't even click because I'm just like, I'll be disappointed. Yeah. Every time I see her in a sick fit, I'm just like, please, I want to know, but I also don't want to know because I know maybe, I'm going to be so Maybe, maybe I was going to say, maybe it's the perfume, but I'm pretty sure it's not even the perfume anymore. That's yeah, Prada. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. None of her perfumes anymore that I, I, I've never heard of. I don't even know. <laughs> um, But she has um recently just posted um yesterday, actually, that she was going on her honeymoon, but a year after she got married. Um. I'm actually speechless. Her mm. stories is actually mm. insane. As in private jet. Yeah. Pull up. Mm-hmm. She has a private jet. They've got cushions with um it's a lifestyle hun. Bottles with like the little like wrapper about it. it's a lifestyle hun. She yeah, her pajama, whatever she's wearing, looks sweet. She yeah. had a bouquet of flowers covering her whole entire head and shoulders. <laughs> Cause didn't she say she's like she said something like her caption was Sorry to be in PJs on the PJ. Yeah. I said, Mel, it is well. Yeah. Please, even put it on close friends. Yeah. Because, I, wanna, I wanna see oh, that. I don't want to see What am I to do? What am I to do here? Yeah. <laughs> when they talk about aspirational content, it's, it's you. It's her. Literally, like, and the start of her honeymoon has looked lit. Like, oh, I love so that. Good. And she just looks like she, she sits that lifestyle so much. She's just having a great time. And she's just so in herself. And that is, mm. like, I think the epitome of Black Girl Luxury. She, and you can see that she's worked so hard. Not that not working hard for it. I think that's the thing. Like, I feel like we've make... seen a version of the come up, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think she's not from a wealthy background at all. Um, but she's worked so hard to get there. And she definitely married into wealth, clearly. Yeah, some sort of wealth. I don't, we don't know who her husband is but and she will keep it that way yeah yeah (laughs) good for her (laughs) we love it for her if she likes it i love it like honestly so um definitely go follow her if you want to get some info she's also funny this is the thing she's got a personality that bangs a comedian like there was that time what was she talking about i don't even know what she was talking about she was talking about like fast food or something and she was like in the car i remember people were talking about it for days because she was just 
oh mate I can't remember it but if I find it um, we'll link it in the description but I just remember yeah. she was talking about I think she was talking about doing up gym but wanting to eat like she just wants to eat yeah like, I think I, I remember like, babes me too <laughs> I think it's just because she's relatable even yeah. though she's now you know as we said on this come up and really living a, a life of luxury mm-hmm. that some of us we have we have ways to go to get there <laughs> but um yeah like I think it's just that she still feels relatable yeah for sure I think that's the thing she's got a personality that has not well to obviously from what we can see yeah outside perspective it doesn't seem to have changed um and I just love the fact that she keeps her boundaries as well like super closed um and she lets us see what she wants to see as well she's not like she's not like oh I'm doing so great you must all now see everything like this is just Mm. her lifestyle this is like her life now she can't not share what she's doing Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, honestly, I'm I'm telling you, like from like Mercy always says, from your lips to God's ears, her Amen. lifestyle. Please, Amen. I want some of that. Let, all of it, please. Thank you. All of it. We, yeah. We, we, we praise God. Thank you. Um, soon come, mm-hmm. soon come is what we'll say. But no, I love it for her, and I think that's amazing. And you know, I guess on the vibe of of honeymoons and taking time off, going on holiday. That is my something we've got to talk about. <laughs> if you have holidays to take, we're coming towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. If your work is be doing January to December, you know, in terms of when you need to take your holidays, take your holidays. If you've not used them up, take them, please. I'm begging you. Me, I'm struggling. I need to be doing it. Like, I need to be taking more time off. I know I'm always on holiday. I know. But really, truly, <laughs> I still have holiday left. And I am realizing that sometimes you don't need to go away to have to take holiday. No. Just take a day off take a nut like take a like on the especially the friday and the monday give yourself a four-day weekend yeah. or something like that i need to take this and download it into my brain <laughs> and and just now that I, I i feel like i'm doing this for accountability like i'm saying it on the pod because really and truly if you have days to take off especially if they don't carry over yeah because you don't get paid for them this is the thing no. unless your company has a buy like sell holiday scheme take advantage Which, of the holidays isn't that wild i know selling holidays yeah you know it worked in my favor though when i was doing my internship because i was only there for three months but i had like six oh, days holiday yeah. so okay. i was like i don't need that like i don't need the six days so i i was like cashing cashing yeah. in <laughs> like what is a holiday worth um i think i ended up getting like an extra 200 pounds oh my yeah gosh. it was like a lot yeah it's just so interesting that like holiday is like worth something yeah like, how can you equate a holiday to money that's interesting though it is i guess it's, it's good just, though you would work like you wouldn't have uh, that time off so you would yeah because i'm just like you just put a random price <laughs> yeah. like oh one day is worth x amount like that's crazy yeah but i hear it You're that, cool that that pay or something yeah okay okay but no definitely echoing what you said take your please it's, uh, honestly these companies will take you for idiot take your holidays because when they turn around and say you had 30 days but you've only taken 20 sorry sorry what are you gonna do now like (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely definitely take your holidays um but yes i mean that's that's the end thank you all so much for listening as always if you want to keep up with us you can follow us at swgta podcast on instagram you can follow myself at mercy underscore avril you can find me at diana giftway and if you want to get chatting with us a bit more, definitely jump in the comments um, on our Instagram. But you can also talk to us over email at swgtapodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, rate us five stars. Tell a friend, tell a friend as always. And that's it. Peace. <laughs>
Bye. We'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs> See you.